You're listening to Star Garden. This is Paul Moore. This is Daryl Ross. We are every day on the ground trying to make our city a great place to start a business. Regardless who you are, where you are, um, we work across all sectors to remove obstacles and any barriers that will stop that from happening. Yeah. And the mission is that everybody should consider entrepreneurship a viable choice for their life and not a very select few. Yeah. At our core, we, we believe in wealth building and we believe that entrepreneurship is the best way to wealth building. So on that topic, this we're just a couple of days after the Kauffman Foundation did their uh, sorry, they um, did their annual state of entrepreneurship address. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, that was the same day that we relaunched our 100 program, the Star Garden 100. Um, Both of those things are very interconnected as far as what Kaufman is talking about and all of the thinking behind the 100 and why we created it. Uh, It's the second year of the 100. Last year was the pilot. We got some phenomenal results from that that we can get into. Um, But to jump off from this state of the entrepreneurship, uh, of entrepreneurship address and some of the things that came out of this, these were things that I, um, I loved. First of all, 83% of entrepreneurs will not access bank loans or venture capital. 65% of them will rely on personal and family savings for startup capital. So that's yeah. 65% for anyone that doesn't have family or friends that are generous or don't have their personal savings. Right. That is why the 100 exists. And and yeah, that, and it jumps off the equity conversation part of economic development or ecosystem building, mm-hmm. right? It's understanding that if only what 17% of businesses, uh, 17% of businesses are funded, majority of businesses are funded without banks. Um, and most are funded through personal networks. So, you know, that's very troubling for people who don't have a rich uncle or who don't have a professional or personal network. Um, what we also believe in, but that doesn't mean that same group of people don't have innovative ideas and can't be entrepreneurs. In fact, we believe they may be the most entrepreneurial, have have the most entrepreneurial spirit, right? Just uh, through existing and, and surviving um, in, the, in that demographic. So what 100 Ideas tried to do um, and what we tried to do at Star Garden was create a platform that neutralized that. It neutralized where you're from geographically. It neutralized your ethnic or and, and racial background. It neutralized whether you were a male or female um, entrepreneur and really wanted to provide equal access in that ideation state around entrepreneurship. So you can just basically just keep going. Um, and we also, again, to reinforce that that idea that throughout the community that entrepreneurship is a, a great vehicle to wealth building um, and wealth building ultimately is the greatest equity tool. So again, how do we how do we remove obstacles? How do we provide resources at those right those right points um, and really get this the momentum going? Sorry, that was my computer dinging. Um, I thought that was so, my timer because you know I got on my soapbox. <laughs> so you're right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's let's get into what what we did. What is the 100? What did we launch on Wednesday? Oh, and say what? What was it? I don't. What is the 100? Oh, yeah. I, I was I was asking you back. You were prompting me. I was. Why? Thank you, Daryl. Um, so the Star Garden 100. First of all, I will just give you the quick mechanics of it. Okay. Um, what it is is that each year there's a platform. We we developed the easiest platform ever to just share an idea, and to share an idea to us. So your phone, 
is there. You tell your uh, your phone your idea. You like, upload it to 100.starkgarden.com. It's as easy as posting to Instagram or yeah. Facebook. Yeah. And though whatever video you record about your idea is never shared publicly. So we're, you know, it doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter if you don't want the idea to be uh, out there in the wild. It doesn't matter if you stumbled, right? It's just, it's just the, the people who are reviewing the ideas are the only ones that will see them. So from everybody that submits an idea over a period of about two months, about a hundred days, right? Everything was, you know, a hundred ideas, a hundred days, a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, there are 100 ideas that are selected. Each one of them gets a thousand dollars. So that's the hundred thousand dollars in a hundred days. Each of the 100 get the thousand dollars. And then that's like their play money to prepare for demo day. Demo day happens about another two months later. So this year it'll be the summer where the 100 are selected at the beginning of the summer at the end of the summer they'll all come to demo day and they're all competing to be one of the final 10 that's going to get another twenty thousand dollars and that's the trying to get people from an idea to incubating on some level and it was the reason uh we chose that is because we started to realize this other thing that kaufman um shared i loved in that whole state of the uh um state of the entrepreneurship was that um like everybody everybody who wants to get something off the ground they use personal savings they use family savings right right? and you don't need a ton but you need you need something in order to just play with the idea and if you don't have something to play with with an idea you're either an existing business that's going to just have to stay on the hamster wheel of what you already do or you're a aspiring entrepreneur that never takes the time to do it more importantly, I think what we did as far as creating that that platform, we would call it a platform, is that it's the money that is oftentimes the motivator, but the real magic is in the people that you meet oh, along the way. Definitely the the network that's created. Um and I know you know off the top of your head better than me some of the demographics that we saw last year. Oh yeah. So what it was uh I believe it was forty six percent women uh, 53% minorities. If you're working in the, in the realm of, uh, entrepreneur development or economic development, um, these are highly unusual statistics. Right. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, so yeah, so again, to create a platform, um, that was equally accessible and to actually be data driven. So we have data that shows the first year we actually did neutralize space, race, and, uh, sex of the, the candidate. Uh, not only did it, um, not stop you from participating on the platforms, it actually, uh, had no indication on whether you were going to win once you were inside the platforms also. So uh, just exciting news, but um, it wasn't that easy. I mean, so yeah, definitely tune into subsequent podcasts in here. I mean, this was a year's work of a sector collaboration, getting the local entrepreneurial support organizations aligned, continuous meetings with the city of Grand Rapids and municipalities, um, ongoing engagement with the private sector. Um, but yeah, we want to be proof that you know intentionality around backbone organizations and inclusive backbone organizations that are willing uh, to align some existing resources can really launch some exciting platforms that provide entrepreneurial opportunities yeah yeah and uh and i think that one of my favorite things that victor wong shared from kaufman during that uh, state of entrepreneurship address was he said that amazon came with the promise of fifty thousand jobs and they have been researching their own Kansas City 
which is where Kaufman Foundation is located, their Kansas City entrepreneur community. And over the past five years, that community has created 80,000 jobs. And I think we are uh, squarely in the camp of if you're not growing your own jobs and growing your own economy, then um, you're not engaged in making something that is indigenous to the community and includes the community in the wealth creation that you're trying to to achieve and and hopefully the 100 it's not it's not the last domino you know to fall in order to make these things inclusive but it for us we definitely saw it as the first domino that needed to fall there had to be a way to start that was inclusive of everybody and when i say inclusive i also want to i feel like sometimes we skew too hard to inclusive means it's a program entirely for the black and brown community or entirely for women and what I think was amazing about this is it was entirely for everybody. It's just that no one demographic had a disadvantage. Right. Yeah. By or an advantage. Yeah. And that was a result of making sure we targeted our approach to the different demographics. So we were yeah. very aware that um, a female entrepreneur had a different set of circumstances than a male entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. A black entrepreneur may have a different set of circumstances or does have a different set of circumstances than a Latino entrepreneur. So so taking those realities into account and just targeting our approach, um, that intentionality went a long way. And, it, and again, it showed in the results uh, coming out of year one. And we're excited uh, to share and, and talk to you guys throughout the journey of year two. So if you have any questions for us, you can email hello at starkgarden.com. You can email me personally, paul at starkgarden.com. I'm not very good at responding promptly to those emails, um, but you're more than welcome to. Also, uh, if you want to check out what we were talking about with the 100, it's 100.starkgarden.com. And Daryl and I will be in Austin at South by Southwest, and then we're in Portland in the Startup Champions, yeah. and then we'll be at the INBIA conference in Minneapolis, where we'll be speaking about some of these things. And later on, we'll be, what, ESHIP, I think, at uh, with with Kaufman. So if you are happen to be going to any of those things, um, look yeah. us up. Send us an email. Yeah. Startgarden.com. All right. We will talk to you later. Thank you.